world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. And the answer is yes. Yes, we have heat. <laughs> yes, we do. We got we got heat. I don't know how the heck some miracle happened here around here. The guys showed up. They put a part in. We actually have heat. And isn't it amazing? I'm trying to get my this thing to work here. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, let's go right here. That uh, It's uh, 25 degrees right now, heading to almost 40. Huh? Folks, this is middle of January here in Ohio. Two weeks ago or a week ago, 10 days ago, we got the, that that uh, I, uh, icicle bomb came down there, blew out everybody's heating in uh, two places here for me. And now I'm looking at t- tomorrow, high of 41, Wednesday, 47, Thursday, 57, Friday, then back down to 42, 33, there, and then clear next weekend, clear back up in the 60s again. What the heck is going on? Something happening here What it is ain't exactly clear. I, I'm on a roll already. I'm going to stop him. I'm going to let Myra pray us in because I got so much. Once I let this lion loose, there ain't no reeling him back in. So thanks for joining me here this morning. Oh, my goodness. They asked me in the pre-show uh, what, what the data was, I think, or how my weekend going. I just kind of froze a weekend. Uh, uh, we, I, I think it was good. <laughs> I think it was good. Myra, pray us in here real quickly, if you could. Or, yes, Coach. Uh, not real quickly, but quickly is better. Go ahead. Yes, Coach. Good morning, Harold. Uh, the reading today will be from John 11, 11 through 15. It is written, These things said he, and after he said unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth. But I go that I may awake him out of sleep. Mm. Then said his disciple, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Howit, Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought that he had spoken of taking off rest in sleep. Then Jesus Unto them, plainly, Lazarus is dead. Okay, so he said he's asleep, and they don't get it. And then he says, wait a minute, they didn't get it. He said, dudes, he's dead. He's asleep. Ponder that one. Go ahead. Yes, Coach. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to Coach Dave Haddle. And we open our hearts to you. I release the anointing that destroys the power of evil. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so I will not go down gloom and doom. The rest of you guys, you can spend, I'm not talking about you guys, that's a broad term. The rest of you, you can wallow in the mud of woe is me, it's only going to get worse, we're going to get overwhelmed, we're going to get wrapped. You can wallow in that as long as you want to. I ain't living there, okay? I ain't living there. 
And I believe in the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. And I believe there's a victorious, glorious church that we're going to see. I don't believe this gloom and doom rapture. We're out of here. It's going to hell mess. Sorry. I don't believe it. Okay. Amen. Now, listen, if I'm wrong, what do I have to lose? Because if I'm, if I'm wrong, I'm out of here. The Bible said it will be quickly in the twinkling of an eye. Boom, it'll happen so fast that I won't even be able to have to say, hey, you guys were right. You guys were right. Thank God you guys were right. But if I'm right, a lot of misery ahead, friends. A lot of misery ahead. And I know this. The Bible says that we are the salt of the earth. Why would he say that? Why would Jesus Christ say we're the salt of the earth if we're not supposed to be able to impact everything? It says if the salt loses its savor, it's good for nothing except to be cast out and trodden under the foot of man. It does say that. It says you are the light of the world. He said you're the light of the world. Nobody takes a light and sets it up on a hill and puts a bushel basket over it. He lets your light so shine before men. So if those of you out there who believe we're in the last instance of history, I don't even know how you go to work. I don't know how you sleep. I don't know how you eat. You ought to be running to and fro, everywhere you can, warning people that the end is near. But you don't even do that. Why? Because you don't believe what you say you believe. You don't really believe it. You don't really believe it. I'm not mad. Just telling you the truth, where I am. I went to Washington, D.C. this last week. And bear with me. Let me me get this. Oh, I got so much to talk about. But I got to tell you this. You know, well, I, I'm really glad I went. And thank God for Craig Mickle. What a warrior Craig Mickle is. And for Rusty, God bless Rusty. And God bless Steve Deck. And God bless Myra. And God bless, uh, just God bless everybody out there who's fighting the fight. Thank you for coming. And thank you for what you're doing. And I'm glad that I went. Although I did not see what I thought I would see when I went there. See, when I went there, I thought I was going to see uh, a lot of people at the Supreme Court building, demanding recompense for January 6th. That's what I thought I was going to see. And and by the way, uh, this whole other, uh, the Brunson case, folks, don't write that thing off. That's a whole other thing. Let me get away from that. So we went there for the Brunson case. We went there for the J6, and we were able to do both. But I, I want you to know that when we got there again, here's why we are unique. And this is why I'm glad that I went. And even though this may sound arrogant, I'm just telling you the truth, okay? I believe there's a special anointing upon us when we go. I believe that we are carrying an anointing. I don't know why the Lord put it on us, but I believe it to be true. And so when we showed up, when the five of us, or however many of us there were, when we showed up to what I thought was going to be a whole bunch of other people that had already planned an event, when we got there, the Lord let me see something. I'm going to share that with you now. In the Genesis 1, pull up Genesis 1 real quickly. <clears throat> in Genesis 1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void. Now, <clears throat> Steve Quayle taught me that that is a bahu and a dahu, without form and void, a bahu and a dahu. And that basically means chaos. The Lord stepped into the midst of chaos, a bahu and a dahu. And the earth was chaotic. And darkness, which means the absence of God, was upon the face of the deep. And then the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and look what happened. Light showed up. So when God intervenes, light shows up. 
And God intervenes in the midst of chaos, and he intervenes, inter, intervenes in the midst of darkness. Are you, you, you tracking with me here? <clears throat> and I saw <clears throat> when I was in Washington, D.C., thank you, Lord, that you helped me to go. Thank you that Betty gave me a fuzz buster and it saved me from getting a guy beside me got pulled over. I did it. <laughs> Thanks, Betty. <laughs> oh, Lord, it tastes us. But here's what I saw. <clears throat> Those of you who've never done street ministry, or, um, again, that sounds arrogant. Our experience when we do street ministry is if you let the enemy know you're coming, it can get ugly. So people knew that we were, that this group was coming. Uh, this group of people were going to come. There were about, I don't know, 57. I, there weren't very many, sadly. There weren't very many. On the second anniversary, second anniversary of January 6th, handful of people. I'm going to always be able to say I was there again on that anniversary. But here's what the Lord allowed me to see. They told everybody they were coming. And then the God-hating leftists, Luciferian, whoever you would call them, they show up and they did what we call jamming, jamming. Now, for those of you who don't know, it's a strategy of the left that they execute every opportunity they get. In other words, our guys had set up a a public address announcement. They were going to do a program, but the God-haters showed up with bullhorns, magnification of their own, and they disrupted it. So you can't even hear the PA that's going on. You understand, once you understand, this is a trick of the devil. It's called jamming, jamming. And so what, what do we know that? What do we know about it? We know this, that the Lord, I'm sorry, that the devil and his minions do not want the truth to go forward. Sometimes they can't stop the truth from being spoken, so they come with chaos. Chaotic sounds instru- is chaos. And I did a segment on, on uh, when we were there of, uh, we're standing on the steps of the, no, no, we can't even get on the steps. Of the, you're not even allowed in Washington, D.C. That's really what, folks, are you hearing me? That's what, really what they want. They don't even want you in Washington, D.C. It's their own enclave, and they, that's the way they want to maintain it. So there we are. We're not even allowed on the steps of the Supreme Court. Not even on the not even on the front steps of the Supreme Court. They got cops there, and this is what they call the Supreme Court police. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not making this up. And they have jurisdiction at the Supreme Court. And then standing be, off off of the Supreme Court entrance, standing on the sidewalk, are what they call the Capitol Police. Oh yeah, I'm not making this up. The Capitol Police have jurisdiction where the Supreme Court police don't have. So the Supreme Court police have jurisdiction on the Supreme Court steps. The Capitol Police don't. And the Supreme Court police have jurisdiction on the Supreme Court steps, but they don't have it down the sidewalk. Am I making this up? And then then there's the D.C. police. And that's another branch. And the D.C. police come, and they have jurisdiction somewhere. I mean, I, I don't know where. In fact, I asked one of the police folks, I'm talking about chaos today, okay? Don't miss this. So I, I asked one of the young police officers, asking this question. I said, that, pardon me, uh, officer. How do you know who's in, who's in charge and where? And he looked at me. Had, had, had a dip, he had a dip in. And he looked at me and smiled. He said, your guess is as good as mine. Oh. Look, I'm telling you, right? So 
chaos is everywhere in Washington, D.C. Why is there, so, oh, Lord, just give me a revelation. Why is there such chaos in Washington, D.C.? Because there is no king in Washington, D.C. You missed it. You missed it. Amen. There's no king. Amen. There's no authority in Washington, D.C. What we have is usurped authority. So this institution grabs authority, and then they give it to their friends. And then this group grabs authority, and then they give it to their friends. And what we see as we look across the, the, the whole structure of Washington, D.C. is chaos. It's chaotic. But see, I think it's good. Can I tell you why I think it's good? Because God speaks into chaos. God moves into chaos. God takes us from disorder to order. God takes us from chaos to order. And if we will open our eyes and we will look around and we will see that the average Christian American in particular is not even welcomed in Washington, D.C. It's like we're interlopers. They don't want us. They don't want us there. They don't want us. They cannot stand the light. Now, here was my great frustration. And I don't know how we get beyond it other than we are, we, you and I, we're flowing in a different vein, if you will. Stay with me here a second, all right? So the group that was there, God bless them for being there. God bless them for being there. God drove all the way from Montana to be there. But they're MAGA. Their entire argument is Trump MAGA. Folks, that, 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 that's the wrong button to push. That's the wrong that's the wrong button to push. The message is Christ crucified and king. Christ crucified and king. Amen. Not MAGA, not Donald Trump, not uh DeSantis, not uh conservatives. Christ crucified and king. That that is the only solution to the problem. So what I was able to see, what I was able to gather from our time together there is that uh, not everybody, they, they still don't get it. They still believe that the problems that we are facing are political, not spiritual. I don't know how to, I don't know how to help people to see it. I, I, believe, I believe that that attitude permeates most of America. Now, let me back up a second, because when we drove in, thank God for, thank you, Craig Mickle, for being such a great host. And So when we, when we drove into Washington, D.C., you drive for a mile, friends, a mile, at least a mile, maybe two down uh, Independence Avenue from the uh, Lincoln Memorial to the Supreme, to the Capitol, White House. You go by the uh, Washington's Monument, Lincoln Memorial, blah, 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 all the way down through there. On both, on, on the left side of that road as you drive down there, it is nothing but marble government buildings filled with government leeches. Miles and miles and miles and miles and miles and miles of government leeches. And as we're driving in on on the uh, Friday morning, early Friday morning, the traffic jam, the cars going in there is like unbelievable. And I'm noticing as we're driving down the road, all of them are being paid by the government. Would you guys agree with that? They're all being paid by your my tax. Every one of them driving. See, so they are serving their job, which is the beast. They hate us. I'm going to tell you this. 90% of Washington, D.C. doesn't know what happened on January 6th. 
They have believed the lying narrative. They are, they, they are hateful towards us. They think we are hillbillies and they just want us all to go on home while they do the affairs of government. I'm trying to paint a picture for you to understand that the Lord was kind enough to me to, me, to let me see again that I not get frustrated because now I understand again that the problem people don't we don't get it. And Jesus Christ himself, in my opinion, is waiting for his church to awaken and reclaim territory. Now, what's going to have to happen and what's going to have to happen for that to happen remains to be seen. But I'm going to tell you something. God moves in chaos. He is ready to move in chaos. We don't understand it. We don't know what that's going to look like. But I'm here to tell you, there's an upheaval coming. There's an overthrowing coming. It's not it's not the political. It's not it's not governmental. It what is governmental. It's the king of kings. And the Lord of Lords is going to come and reestablish his church. I'm, I'm just telling you, telling you. Now, I don't know what that's going to look like. But it's going to be, uh, it's going to be something to watch. And I, I want to encourage you all again that uh, for whatever reason, we have an anointing on it. That's why when, when, when I, I saw what was going on with the jamming, with the homosexuals, web, blowing horns, and the noise was just unbelievably chaotic. I said to our group, I said, let's go to lunch. We went to lunch, and after we got done with lunch, I, I, I did a lot of personal private praying there at the Supreme Court building. I did, while the chaos was going on. And when we went to lunch, I said, listen, we've we got to change our plan. And I said, because because we were supposed to go at seven seven o'clock that night and have a prayer vigil outside the the gulag, which they did, they did. God bless, and they did. But I I said to to Craig and to Steve, I said we I you know we got to get out of here, got to get out of here. And before we did, we we went to the gulag. We showed up outside that place where those those God fearing men are housed, and we prayed. We did our own prayer vigil. Uh, we streamed it. Actually, some of you were able to take part of it. But I thank God that when I drove home, that uh, I'm glad I went. The Lord showed me something again, and that is that it's like I'm thinking as I'm. It's like the Tea Party ten years ago. The Tea Party, 2010, I think it was. They thought if they can just get the if they can just get the government doing the right thing, if they can just cut the budget, if they can, and they're, they're totally missing it. They're to, totally missing it. The Holy Spirit's about to send a revival. Did you see, guys, how many football games, football players started with a prayer? Did you guys see that this weekend? Did you see it? Huh? Huh? Oh, don't miss, don't miss, don't miss the good, good things in the midst of the bad things. Don't do it, okay? Now, God, I got a million things I want to show you. Uh, let me show you two two things. Y'all see my y'all see my chart this morning. Uh, I interviewed. I had the opportunity to interview Ashley Babbitt's mom just before she was arrested. I'm sure a lot of you saw that, right? And uh, we'll have that we'll have that available for us to watch tomorrow. In fact, I'm, I don't know if I can get it ready for my Bridie on show today or not. Uh, that was quite an honor. Quite an honor. She lost her daughter two years ago to, on that day, murdered. She was mur- her daughter was murdered, an unarmed veteran murdered. 
by a capital, whatever was. I don't even know which police police force it was. I could I could just her pain was oozing out of her, and then they arrested her later in the day for trying to take flowers and put it on the grave of her daughter. And uh, I'll get that bit up. Where, Lord, where do you want me to go? I got you. I want to show you right now. Hey, Vin, uh, Sp- uh, Spencer, bring up a must-watch vid, We the Patriots. And then, folks, I'm going to show you just a, a clip of this. And then I want you to, uh, Vince, or Spence, I want you to put that in the chat. And we're not going to watch it all, okay? Play this real quickly. Just just click it, document, and We the Patriots. I'm going to show you exactly what happened on January encourage your heart. Just, just randomly speed it forward a second if you can, uh, Spencer. Just randomly. And it's going to show the patriotic nature of what was going on there. Mm. You had fencing everywhere. So put that in the, the chat. I want people to see that. Then I want to show you another vid. And it's just as long, okay? It's just as long, but it's uh, you need to see that as well. And Spencer, it's called Enjoy the Show. Enjoy the Show. This thing's almost two hours. And I, I couldn't believe it. I, I just couldn't believe it. The document documentation of exactly what's going on. Just play. Just start that in a second. Enjoy the show. Got told. Showing you the Congress history. Should. Therefore, it's time to attack. How we got where we are. The movement of the deep state. Is where it's almost came from the sea. in the chat as well, and I encourage all of you to pick that up and watch it as well. Okay. Cool. Uh, I got to show you this. Uh, bring up insurrection. It made up term. No, hang on, Spence. I'm sorry, I didn't number him this morning. Uh, yeah, insurrection's a made up term. I want you. I want you to listen. Read this. Maybe it's not the right one. Uh. I was all over the place this morning. <laughs> I got to tell you, an insurrection. Why did they call it an insurrection? I got to get the wrong thing up there. Go to eternal insurrection, Spence. I got the wrong thing. Eternal insurrection. Now, uh, I'm going to put this in the chat. I'm not going to read all this to you, but I want you to scroll down here. This is really, really important, friends. Really important. We understand this. Why insurrection? Why did they come up with the word insurrection? Scroll on down, scroll on down, scroll on down, scroll on down. Keep going. This is all good. You need to read it. But I'm not going to, okay, here we are, folks. <clears throat> so why was this January 6, 2020 incident framed by the Democratic politicians as an insurrection? The point of it unfolded quickly. And no one would have to be either a complete idiot or a mindless follower of the political narrative to be taken by it. The word insurrection was used because it has a specific legal ramifications of the 14th Amendment, which disqualifies a political office to those who took part in an insurrection. So the 14th Amendment says if you took part in an insurrection, you can no longer hold political office. Anybody, is anybody going ding, 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 ding in your head yet? Ding, 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 ding. Okay, so here's here's what the 14th Amendment says. You ready? Come on now. No person shall be a senator, 
or represented in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislature, as an executive or judicial officer to any state to support the Constitution of the United States, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof, but Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each house, remove such disability. Don't Ooh. miss this, folks. The only person capable of an insurrection is a sworn representative of Congress, President, yada, yada. Are you following, are you following me here? It's impossible for a citizen of the United States to have an insurrection. It's impossible. Boom. Insurrection only applies to elected officials. So when they chose to use the word insurrection, why did they do that? Anybody going ding, 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 ding. I got bingo, coach. I got bingo. What's that? I got bingo, coach. Yeah, yeah, right, huh? Because this was designed to make sure somebody specifically could never run for office again. Why did the J6 committee get together and try to bring charges to get the president former president of the United States, charged with insurrection because that was the only weapon they had, see? It's the only weapon they had. And say what you want to say, they cannot, we will not have this man ruling over us. Say what you want to about Donald Trump. I don't care if he comes back or not, so you can relax out there. I can tell you this. Luciferians don't want him. And the reason the Luciferians don't want him doesn't have anything to do with him. It has to do with you. <laughs> I Come on, man. My eyes are so open to it now. Uh, I, Donald Trump. Don, hey, I, listen, I don't care if it's Donald Trump. I know this. They don't want you back in Washington, D.C., and they sure as hell don't want you electing people who are going to stand for you, the people. That's what this whole thing's about. That's why we're going back to chaos, because this thing's going to be made undone. Is anybody, anybody paddling with me this morning? Anybody see what's going on here? Yes, Coach. Amen. So what is insurrection? Pull that first one back up. This is a really good clip. Put this in the chat so people can read this, too. So an insurrection is a a rising against civil or political authority. The open and active opposition of a number of persons to the execution of a law in a city or state. It's equivalent to sedition, except that sedition expresses a less extensive rising of the citizens. It differs from rebellion, for the latter expresses a revolt or an attempt to overthrow the government, to establish a different one, or to place the country under another jurisdiction. It differs from mutiny as it respects the civil political government, whereas mutiny is an open opposition law in army or navy. Insurrection is, however, used with such latitude as to comprehend either sedition or rebellion, and it must be done by elected officials. So, somebody give me a thumbs up if you're getting it. If you're seeing this. Are you seeing this picture now? See what's going on? By the way, by the way, and it'll come out on that other. Go back to that other one, Spence. Go back to the other one. Because you know why? Go to, go to the last paragraph. This is, how this, this is how this commentary starts out. It starts out, uh, to this day, the insurrection continues. Oh, I'm, well, go, go up a little bit higher, Spence. Hey, folks, this is to us. Huh? 
a state is indeed the institution. The state is indeed the institution that put Jesus on the cross. For he was executed on a false charge of insurrection. Rebellion against the imperial government. He was convicted by a kangaroo court. Several of them, in fact. He was even found and declared innocent by the chief judge. <laughs> the judge said, we see that. Uh, this guy didn't do anything wrong. Pilate said, this guy got nothing done. But due to political reasons, he was executed anyway. Chaos. And this was the coup. In dying, Jesus conquered sin, death, and the devil. He overcame the world and its corruption by submitting to it, thus becoming the atoning sacrifice for all who follow him as their king. And in spite of a government seal on his tomb, an attachment of guards, he walked out of his own grave. Oh, Lord, he did! And appeared all over, right under the noses of his enemies. And to this day, we number our years by his coming. Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. Jesus is king. To this day, the insurrection continues. And January 6th is one of our feasts of this inglorious insurrection. On this day, we acknowledge the defeat of the corruption of men for lust of domination who seek to control others by means of state power. They are afraid, for their hegemony is a house of cards. Their days are numbered, for our Lord is coming back. And just as he overturned the tables in the temple, he will overturn every earthly government, every state, every every petty tyrant and bureaucrat that has opposed his kingdom of the church. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Amen. That we celebrate every January 6th will be vindicated. And it has nothing to do with an insignificant little scuffle in a marble building in the middle of a Virginia swamp two years ago. The real January 6th insurrection is eternal. See, the insurrection, the ones they hate the most, is, is government king or is Jesus Christ king? That's the insurrection. That's the one that they don't, they don't want the insurrection. Do you get it? But it's not. Dudes, I feel this so much today. So much today. But we've got to awaken the church and understand that we are the qualified officials to lead the overthrowing of Satan's kingdom. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Hmm? Anybody disagree with that? Hmm? Despite what you're, uh, despite what you're hearing everywhere you look, that we're out of here. I, I, oh my goodness. Okay, I got to show you one more thing. I know some of you want to get in here, but I got to show you this. Pull up Tucker real quick. Tucker on lies, because this, this just, folks, this is everything they're telling you about January sixth, two thousand. 20 was a lie. Everything. I want you to watch this. Put it at about 1.5 speed. And I want us to watch about six minutes of Tucker. Huh? Friends, I'm going to tell you. Everybody in Washington, D.C. thinks it was an insurrection. That entire place believes 
that MAGA people showed up and tried to overthrow the government. They all believe it. I'm telling you, they all believe it. But Tucker nails it. Go ahead. Good evening and welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Kevin McCarthy's continued attempt to become Speaker of the House continues at this hour. The House is expected to take another vote late tonight. You'll see it live here on Fox, of course. But first, an anniversary. Two years ago today, a Capitol Hill police officer called Michael Byrd shot an unarmed woman in the neck. At the time of that Slow hearing, down. Slow down. Slow history of Slow down. With a firearm. He left a loaded Glock pistol in a public men's room at the Capitol which for a law enforcement official is a firing. He killed Ashley Babbitt. He murdered her. She didn't have a gun. Good. Michael Byrd was still in the force that day. The woman he killed was called Ashley Babbitt. Babbitt was a married 14-year veteran of the U.S. military. She ran a pool cleaning company with her husband in San Diego. Physically, she was tiny. She was also unarmed. Michael Byrd later admitted he had no indication at all that Babbitt was carrying a weapon. She posed no visible threat. He killed her anyway. Under normal circumstances, Byrd would have been fired immediately and charged with murder, which he clearly committed. But that's not what happened. After doing essentially no investigation into the shooting, Nancy Pelosi's congressional police force declared Byrd a national hero, and the media strongly agreed. Byrd went on television to accept accolades and to complain about racism. He was never punished for killing Ashley Babbitt. He was rewarded for it. Ashley Babbitt's mother, meanwhile, got a very different sort of treatment. Babbitt's mother was arrested today in Washington by the Capitol Police. Friday. Her crime? trying to hold a memorial service for her daughter. Two years later, it's clear that Ashley Babbitt is, her death is by far the most significant thing that happened at the U.S. Capitol building that day. But at the same time, it is the least talked about event of January 6th. Why is that? Well, because the facts about what actually happened on January 6th disrupt the lies. What they told you happened on January 6th. And those lies have proven very useful to the Biden administration and to permanent Washington. On the basis of a wholly created myth about what happened that day, the Biden Pentagon conducted an unprecedented political purge of the entire U.S. military. The FBI and various intel agencies increased their control over the American media. And most obviously, the DOJ has been allowed to prosecute and jail hundreds of nonviolent political protesters whose crime was having the wrong opinions. Lies about January 6th, which have been relentless, have enabled some of the most unscrupulous people in our country to make a mockery of our Bill of Rights and to steal our core freedoms. So they can't talk about Ashley Babbitt. Talking about Ashley Babbitt makes it very clear who the real culprits are and who the real threats to this country continue to be. And they're not the January 6th protesters. So instead, they lie about what happened that day, and they do it in the boldest possible ways, without shame and with maximum aggression. Here's Hakeem Jeffries, leader of the Democrats in the House, telling you that five police officers were killed on January 6th, when in fact the real total is zero. No police officers were killed on January 6th. None. None were killed, okay? None. Go. We are gathered here to honor their memory and acknowledge with deep gratitude the tremendous bravery of the hundreds of officers who defended us at this citadel of democracy that fateful day. As a result of the events on January 6th, the lives of five heroic officers were lost. Five heroic officers were lost, he said. It's almost impossible to believe that adults could stand behind him as he said that. Because everyone in the picture you just saw knows that is not true. It's not a stilted interpretation of events. It's a flat-out lie. No police officers were killed on January 6th, period. Ashley Babbitt was killed on January 6th. But chances are your grandchildren will not know that because history will likely record the lie you just heard as true simply because it's been repeated so often. Everyone in authority has said the same thing in unison for two solid years. As our thoroughly dishonest attorney general recently put it, quote, we will never forget the five officers who responded selflessly on January 6th and who have since lost their lives. His boss, Joe Biden, repeated that lie today from the White House. These people and the people representing those who couldn't be here because they gave their lives for this 
did is incredibly consequential. And that's not political talk. That's historical fact. That's historical fact, says Joe Biden, as he manufactures history, as he tells lies. They've been doing this, telling these same lies since the very first day, January 6th, 2021. Almost like it was a coordinated operation. Remember when they told you that Brian Sicknick, Officer Brian Sicknick, was beaten to death with a fire extinguisher? Officer Sicknick died after being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. Sicknick died after being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. Officer Brian Sicknick died after being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher during the hours-long attack. They beat a Capitol Police officer to death with a fire extinguisher. Officer Brian Sicknick died after being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher during the fight. He died at the age of 42 after he was bludgeoned with a fire extinguisher. That's not true. And in the end, thanks to the medical examiner in the District of Columbia, we learned the fact, which is that Brian Sicknick died of a stroke well after the January 6th protests. He was not beaten to death with a fire extinguisher. But that did not stop their lying or even slow them down. Joe Biden just awarded one of this country's highest civilian honors, the Presidential Citizens Medal, to officers working on January 6th. And that would include the officers who opened the doors of the Capitol building to the so-called insurrectionists. The officers who let them inside and then were rewarded for it by the President of the United States. What's going on here? You may wonder. Well, don't ask. You're not allowed to know what's going on here. Nor can you know about the very obvious clandestine role of federal agencies that encouraged the events of January 6th. That okay, happened. you put this in the chat. People can, can watch that later on. So, folks, look. Uh, seat of the serpent, seat of the woman. It's, it's, right, it's right in front of us, right? It's right in front of us. Let me say this real slow so you all understand. No officers died on January 6th. None. Not one officer died. Not one person was arrested for carrying a weapon on January 6th. Not one. The only person, uh, uh, only person who died was Ashley Babbitt, shot by a government police officer who was, what, let go? Rewarded? Honored? Right? So it's important for us to make sure that we maintain the truth of the narrative because the other side tries to advance their kingdom of darkness by lies. Well, one more thing. Uh, Put Ashley's mom up there. I'll get that video for us later on. Then I'm going to open it up here. Go ahead. Here's here's Ashley's mom. Folks, I I interviewed her live about uh, 20 minutes before this arrest. And we'll have that ready. I'll have that ready for you tomorrow. Go ahead. You murdered her inside the Capitol. Now you're going to arrest her? You can stop that. See, friends, they told all those police officers that Maggie killed their friends. That's what they're telling them. You understand it? You understand why the police officers hate Maggie so much? You under, you get it now? Do you get it now? Huh? Come on in, Joe Allen. I don't know why it's so hard to understand the people of this country. Four years, Biden or Trump said, they're not coming after me. They're coming after you. You are a threat to these people of the United States. We don't get it, man. We don't get it. We don't get it. Myra and Roger. Yes, Coach. Uh, nothing happens with coincidence when you're working with um, the kingdom of God. Um, 22, 
2023 equals seven. We were there at 7 a.m. And like you mentioned, um, we were all in spirit. And those um, prayers went straight to heaven, Ephesians 4, 12, 13. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Roger. What's yeah. hard to believe? Uh, Garland, sorry, Roger, Weaver. Roger Weaver. I'm sorry, Roger. Garland, who I think is the attorney general, whatever his name is, FBI guy, he publicly stated a couple days ago, there is another thousand people he wants to go after. Yep, yep. You know, this is going to go on until the Congress either defunds them or there is a president that will remove these guys. But, but Roger, listen. Our guys won't stand up for us. Our guys won't. Hey, real quick, uh, Spencer, pull back up uh, the Patriots and, and just scroll uh, forward about 10 minutes so, we, so people can see what actually was going on there at the Capitol. Huh? And they're going around. They're, they're going to try to come and arrest me for doing what? I did what? I didn't do that. But see, they've convinced everybody, yes, we did. Just right there. Play that. Just start right there. There had been a lot of hope that people were given leading up to, to the sixth. And so they came for their final straw to hear from the president. Frustrated with the system. And the system encompasses both sides. And those both sides are against us. Because we're the people. And they've separated themselves into a political class, which is separate from us. And everybody's frustrated. A political class, which is separate from us. Voices. So here we go. We're going and consenting into the crowd. People are coming from all over the United States, all over the world for this rally, okay? Like I've said, we're about to set history. This is what we've been fighting for our whole lives. People don't know what freedom is until they lose it, okay? We as Americans bump into are here. the greatest country in the world, and we're gonna continue to keep it that way. We're not letting this globalist agenda take us down, okay? My grandparents, great-grandparents, people worked too hard in this country to build what we have. And we're going to leave it to our kids and our grandkids. And this Spencer, is put this about, about the five-minute mark. Coming, it's about freedom. Don't have any... Whatever it was. So it, it doesn't... Uh, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people... Well, I can't see the time frame. I want you to see... We're in this video. Had, Clay Parker's in this video. Five-minute mark. had nothing to do with that either, by the way. Why should I, you know, go out and vote in 2022, 2024? when the Democrats just stole it, it right Okay, under let's us. roll. Here we come. Here we come. We're here. We the Patriots. We made it. We've been waiting for this. We're about to see history. January 6, 2021 will be a day the world will never forget. We'll be reading about it in textbooks in the future. This is the day the Patriots have been coming from all over the country, all over the country. They're driving in from California, New Mexico. I flew in from Florida. Nothing is going to stop. Nothing can stop what's coming. Nothing. Here they come. They're all rolling in behind us. Look at this crew. They traveled all across the country to get here. Let's roll. Today's history, folks. Let's go. Today we said history. We said history. Let's go.
Godspeed, let's go! God bless America! And Hold God up, bless Trump, Donald man. Trump! Hey man, put that in the chat. Come back in. Roger Weaver, your hand's still up. Did you want to stay coming back in? No? Clay, go. Roger Gates is next. Go, Clay. Well, it's like Alex Jones said. This is a information war, and we're living on a prison planet. And the only thing I can say is if you're tithing to a church, you better make sure they're fighting for God and they're fighting for truth and freedom. And if you're not, if they're not doing that, you need to put your money somewhere to somebody that's really in this fight. For your grandchildren's sake and your great-grandchildren's sake, you better give your money to somebody that's actually doing something. Hey, man. Hey, Clay. Hey. Clay, you were there on January 6th two years ago, weren't you? Yes. How many, pe- how many people were there? Nah, probably a million, maybe more. At least bottom bottom line, a million. Maybe more. Oh, Bob Havenstreit was there. He came all the way from... From Arkansas, right? He was there, an insurrectionist at 80 years old or whatever, right? Huh? How many were back on January 6th this year? Yeah, hardly any. Everybody's scared. They got fear. Everybody's scared. So what they're doing's working, isn't it? What they're doing's working. Yep, it's not time to be fearful. It's time to be loud. Get louder. Amen. Amen. Roger Gates, come in then, Bob. Yeah, Coach, I I got an email from uh, Judicial Watch. And uh, the, the the guy that shot uh, Ashley Babbitt, from that day until July of two, uh, 2022, they had him housed at a, a, a the yep. presidential suite in uh, the uh, Andrews Air Force Base. So he was rewarded after he shot her. So how about this one, Roger Gates? How about this one? Can you imagine if she had shot a black innocent man. Uh, can you imagine if she'd been a cop, a white cop, shooting a black innocent former marine or whatever she was? Huh? We never hmm? hear the end of it. Hmm. Yeah, she yeah. she was murdered, and then he he was given the status of a in, yep. in a suite that was normally reserved for admirals. That's right. She was murdered, and he was a hero. Bob, come on in. Yeah. Thanks. Coach, uh, it's a spiritual warfare. It's a spirit of truth against the spirit of lies. Amen, dude. Amen. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of truth, and I'm glad I'm on the side of Jesus Christ. It's God before you who can be against you. So just keep holding on to Jesus, and uh, thank you for your uh, message. about It's about Jesus. This whole thing's about standing up for the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the truth. Thank you. Amen. Amen, Bob. It's about expanding a kingdom. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I don't know why the church can't see it. Hang on. Go to, uh, oh, my goodness, I lost it, didn't I? Uh, I said, oh, I knew I was going to do it. Bear with me. Bear with me. Go to speaker concessions. I want to I want to encourage you a little bit, okay, because you're not hearing this. The 20 people who stood up against the uh, speaker of the house, uh, are you ready to see the negotiations, what they want? Now, will they follow through on it or not? We don't know. We don't know. But here were the concessions that those 20 holdouts got in an agreement with uh, the new speaker. Scroll on down. Here we go. We're going to show us the list. Go on. Go on. Go on down. No, no. Just go on down. 
Here we go. Okay, here we go. Here's some of the changes they got to standing rules. A single congressman, a single person can now act to remove the speaker if he goes back on his word. A single one can now bring in an objection. No more ominous bills like we just had. No no more ominous bills where they just drop in there, nobody gets to read them, none. No, bills must be single issue and allow 72 hours for them to uh, come to the thing. COVID mandates will be ended, including funding for them. These are promises they got from Kevin McCarthy, all right? No more increases in the debt ceiling. You know how they do that when they run out of money, they just raise the debt ceiling. No more. No no restoration of a requirement for a three-fifths supermajority vote on tax increases. See, Pelosi made all these changes so she could ram all this stuff through. Restatement of the Holman rule, which allows for the reduction of salary or firing of specific federal employees or a cut in their programs. Authorization of funds to cover expenses for resolving contested elections. Bills to be up for a vote. They got these concessions from Kevin McCarthy. All right. What are they? Uh, development of a plan to increase oil and gas production in the U.S. They got a guarantee to rescind funding for the 87,000 new IRS agents. They got, a, a, they got his word that authorization of the Secretary of Homeland Security to suspend the entry of aliens into America. The prohibition of draining the Strategic Petroleum Reserve and selling it to China and others. Can't do that anymore. Can't do that anymore. They're going to bring up term limits. The requirement of the National Instant Criminal Background Check System to notify U.S. Immigration Custom Enforcement, relevant state and local enforcement, whenever a person illegally enters the United States. Prohibition of taxpayer-funded abortions. These are issues they're going to make sure he brings up. Prohibition of health care workers from failing to provide proper care in the case of a child who survives an abortion or an attempted abortion. Formation of new committees. Establish a select committee on the strategic competition between the U.S. and Chinese Communist Party. Establish a select subcommittee to investigate the weaponization of the federal government. And a committee to establish a select committee to investigate what really went on during the COVID pandemic. Now, does that mean it's not going to happen? No, but they have his word that that's what he's going to do. And now only one person can bring charges against him to have him removed the speaker. Is that, does that mean we win? No, no. But it shows this, that a small minority can still make a difference. Randy, come on in. Yeah, Coach, I saw this when this was happening. I, I knew what they were doing. Uh, but but I, I listened to Josh Burkeen, our, our freshman congressman that was fresh in there. And he was one of the 20. And then when he flipped, I thought, oh, my gosh, what's going on? But then, that's when I figured out we were getting all these concessions. In the meantime, we were using leverage, Coach. We're finally learning how to be to be wise as serpents. And I'm telling you, this group is going to get bigger. This is just the start of what's coming. Amen. Amen. That's, folks, I posted this on Facebook. Do you understand how small the homosexual lobby is? Yet they're controlling everything. Do you, do, you, do you really understand it? Do you really understand it? That we can do that exact same thing. We can do that. The church can do the exact same thing. And but not if we think we're going to be evacuated out of here next week. Why would you do it then? It's only going to get worse. Worse is better. It's better.
Coach, can't you read the Bible? When you stand up and push back against it, you're just fighting God. I'm fighting God? What the hell are you talking about? Fighting God. Standing up for God. Is he double-minded? Because the Bible says that the double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. So that would mean that a double-minded God is unstable in all of his ways, right? So if God wants us to submit and doesn't want us to fight, and at the same time wants us to fight, we got us a double-minded God. And so we're going to have to make the determination just what it is he would like us to do. And I believe he said, we're the salt of the earth, we're the light of the world, we have nothing to do with them through forwards or darkness, but rather expose them, right? I, that's what I think. Well, who knows? I'm a freak. Come on in, Paul. I sent you a video, Coach, of the incredible insanity that occurred on that day. Hit my family hard, right? There's 15 million hits on mainstream media with my niece who betrayed my whole family after my sister was there and got her nose broken by some woman and just in a random act of violence, okay? Because she was with the Patriot group. I I don't know how you could go down there. I think the place is is absolutely satanic. More than you even know, dude. More than you I even have know. The video. You got to watch that video. It went mainstream and all the major news networks, 15 million hits. That's my niece. And my brothers and sisters all lost their jobs because of that. The betrayal of my sister's daughter to our entire family. You got to send that to Resend me that, Paul. I, when I was going over this weekend, I got bombarded. I know, I know. I'm going to have it on my uh, my live stream this morning, anyway. But it's it's got to be reminded. That's just an evil place, Washington. And then let me show you three. Th- I got about six minutes. Let me show you three things that are important. Number one, bring up the Brunson website. I, I watched an interview yesterday with one of the Brunson brothers. You know what? He's just, he just a corn poke. He's just one of us. All right. Now, this is his website. What's the name of his website? Uh, I got it right here. RollandBrunson.com. Just put it in the chat so people can see it. RollandBrunson.com. And Roland is the guy, the little guy holding the trumpet. It was the most, it was the most amazing interview I saw with this guy. It's just, it's just amazing. And folks, they think this is getting traction. We're going to know here in a couple of days. They think this thing is really, really getting traction. Uh, they were very, very encouraged by what they seen. Second thing, pull up. Good science. Good science. Web li- website, good. Put all these in the chat so people can have them. 16,053 athletic, cardiac arrests on serious issues. 1,148 of them dead since the COVID injection. Scroll down, man. Just information after information after information after information. Per day, year, de- there it is. Deaths, growing report, yada, yada, yada. Huh? Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Put that in the chat. Share this with people. Post it on Facebook so many times that they ban you. Huh? On and on. It's all right. It's all. Huh? They hate facts, don't they? They tell you they love science. They just hate facts. That's all. <laughs> they love science. So, And then, hey, fair warning. I'm giving you a fair warning. China is buying gold. So what? Yeah. China is buying gold. In droves. China is buying gold. Snatching up as much of it as they can. What's that tell you? What are you showing me there, Paul? Gold 
prices are skyrocketing, Coach. Well, not yet. Not till China gets it all. Then it will. Then it will. I'm just telling you, friend. I'm just do what you want to do. Just telling you. Okay. So put those three things in the chat for everybody, so you can do a little bit of research on your on your own. And I ain't got nearly to half of what I'm trying to get to. Rochelle, come on in. Thanks, Coach. Um, I just wanted to mention that that Real Science website also is updated every week. So the new stats are put in and they'll take, for example, um, they take how many athletes. So uh, up to the current number and they show you how many years it has taken for that many athletes to die in the past. Yep. So it's a yep. very powerful tool. Amen. Thanks, Coach. Amen. Thanks. Thanks, Michelle. Uh, she did send that to me, by the way. Uh, Craig. Are they buying that gold with dollars? Seeing they got oh. warehouses full of them. Yeah. Well, they put, Hey, listen, they gave all the, they, they just bet, uh, printed a whole batch of them and gave them to Ukraine. <laughs> so the dollar, I'm just, I'm just trying to give you fair warning here, folks, of exactly what's going on. One more yeah, thing. One more thing. Pull up the VA email. I got this from a dear friend of ours. I want to share it with you. This is a message from the acting VH. Look at the date. Reflections on the events of January 6th. This is from the acting VA. Chief of Staff. Today I'm reflecting on the insurrection that occurred at the Capitol building on this date two years ago. Democracy, we're not a democracy, folks. Democracy can often be noisy, slow, and frustrating. For me, the memories of this day are an important reminder of the need to be civil and respectful in how we approach people whose opinions differ from ours. Veterans fought for our, by the way, it was veterans that showed up on January 6th, you dumbass. Pardon me. Veterans fought for our right to express our opinions freely. Our right to protest and make our voices heard is inherent in our rights as citizens. But so is the expectation and responsibility that we will do so peacefully. Peacefully does not mean quietly, but it does mean without violence. Violent attacks on fellow citizens, law enforcement issues, and elected officials or threats of such attacks are simply not part of acceptable discourse in the United States. As members of the VA family, we can set an example of civil and respectful behavior in our day-to-day interactions. Yeah, by making people take jabs and tell them they can't work. Yeah, peaceful dialogue and discussion represent the strength and resilience of our democracy. There it is again. And those are what will help us advance together, like they want to advance together. I know that some of you reading this message might be affected more deeply and personally than others. If you felt overwhelmed or overcome by the memories of the attack on the Capitol two years ago, I encourage you to reach out to your colleagues and or your leadership and seek support. You can also access the Employee Assistance Program for additional support. Thank you for allowing me to share my thoughts with you today. I hope 2023 will bring us all together. Scroll down, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. Maureen Marks, she, her, hers. Oof. Acting VHA Chief of Staff. Folks, they hate you. They hate you. They love lies. Boom. We're going to win. See you tomorrow. God bless you.